It's that time again. Time to write your book. Welcome back to Author Create. This is Steve Woodfin. I'm your host. Today we're going to talk about a topic that's very crucial to writers as they're learning the craft. The question is, who will tell the story? Now it seems a little bit ridiculous to ask who will tell the story because you as the writer think, well, I'm going to tell the story. I'm the writer. But in actuality, that's not the case. Yes, you will write the words down on the page, but a character will tell the story. Writers refer to this issue as point of view. There are two basic ways to approach point of view. First is that you can have a narrator tell the story. The narrator has a vantage point above the story and can see all the moving parts at one time. This is sometimes referred to as the omniscient narrator or the limited omniscient narrator. But let's not get tangled in the weeds of the definitions. The point is that the narrator knows what's going on in everybody's heads. He knows what everyone feels. And he knows what everyone sees. And he can jump from scene to scene, from location to location, without any problem at all. There can be a scene set in Texas with a cast of characters. And then in the next scene, you can jump to California and have another set of characters in another scene going on at the same time as the prior scene. This technique has been used in many books of all sorts and is something that the reader is accustomed to seeing. However, the other basic point of view is first person. In this point of view, a character can only tell what he sees, what he knows, what he feels, and doesn't have access to other people's thoughts or feelings or knowledge. First-person point of view has become very popular in the last few years in writing and it is one of the main things in mainstream books that you see over and over again. Now, the beauty of the first-person point of view is that it gives the lead character skin in the game. The lead character is learning the story just as the reader is. But if you think about it for a second, you'll realize that the first-person point of view has some significant limitations for the writer. The universe that's available to the writer is only the universe of that one character. It is what that character sees and it's through his eyes that you learn the story. This means the character may be mistaken about what's happening, for instance, and is only learning the story as it develops. And if you're not going to cheat when you're writing in first person, then you're not able to jump from scene to scene in various parts of the country willy-nilly Rather, you can only tell what's happened in those scenes when the lead character learns about it. This brings us to the term head-hopping, which you will hear often discussed. Head-hopping is when a writer changes point of view within a scene. And if you're writing a book entirely in first person, head-hopping would be if you jumped from a first-person point of view in one scene to an omniscient narrator point of view in the next. Let me give you a concrete example to make it a little bit clearer. Suppose you're writing in first person and you write this. I told her how I felt. She listened, but she thought I was full of it. That's head hopping because the first person character cannot get in the head of the other person and know what she is feeling. So how do you fix it? There are techniques that are available that will allow a person writing first person to express the same thing 
without hopping heads. Let's try that same scene another way. You mean everything to me, don't you know that? I said. I wish I could believe you, she said. That's not head hopping because the other person has responded to what the first person character said so he knows what she is thinking. When you begin writing your book, decide who will tell the story and stay with it. So the lesson about who tells the story is really about what camera is on the scene. Is the camera the eyes of your main character in first person? Or is it positioned above the crowd, recording what goes on in the scene? If you think of point of view in this way, it helps you clarify what you're able to tell with your story. And let me remind you that point of view is not simply something you must consider in fiction. It also applies in nonfiction, because when you're writing a nonfiction book, you're not just expressing facts. You're telling a story, or you should be. And if you want to tell a good story, you have to set it in some point of view and have somebody tell it. And the old saying always holds true, which is, why would you tell a good story when you can tell a great story? And part of telling a great story is doing it from a consistent point of view. Thanks so much for dropping by today to Author Create. I hope that you'll go by authorcreate.com and drop us a note. Let us know what you're working on and if there's something that we can do to help. See you next time.